Donington Park in the sunshine. And do you know what? There are a few better riders and nicer people that I would wish to be sat with at Donington Park. <laughs> but sadly, I can't find them. Nah. So Bradley Ray. They're not here, are Moto they? Moto X Racing Yamaha. Mate, World Superbikes. How are you? Yeah, all good, mate. Yeah, yeah, I'm quite enjoying coming to the, coming to this weekend. Um, it's been a been sort of a, not a difficult start to the year, but just just going into the the process of moving to World Superbikes and changing a lot from from moving to BSB. Um, but yeah, we're, we're finding our feet. We're making making good progress, and I think this weekend we can definitely maybe make it like a turnaround weekend for me in a. In the championship, um, I think we can make some some good steps this weekend. Um, understand a lot more about the bike, about the the electronics and the, the setup of that, and then hopefully moving forward we can we can be a bit more competitive. Tell me about the process that you've gone through from the start of the season, which only obviously started a bit a little bit later, but you've done a little bit of testing as well. What's the the, the adaptation like from the OMG R1 to the the Motor X Racing R1 now? Yeah, it's funny. I mean. Looking at them from from the side, they look like identical bikes, but actually they're they're quite a lot different with the way they're set up. the 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 chassis is quite a lot different. Um, it's braced differently. It's a lot stiffer. Um, so that took a little bit of time to get used to. Um, but yeah, obviously the the biggest thing that everyone knows about is the electronics. So I lacked a bit of testing. Obviously missed the first two rounds um, because I'm only doing Europeans. Missed uh, a couple of tests as well. Um, so we started Aston a little bit, a little bit behind. So I was still sort of in the process of uh, figuring everything out. But um, we're we're in a good window at the minute with the electronics, with the chassis. Um, I'm making steps forward and, and getting closer to the front. The the positions are not not great from the outside, but the actual time difference from from the first first position is is closing each time we go out so that's important to me um i thought maybe jumping from yamaha to yamaha it might have been an easier easier process um but it's actually been not difficult but sort of an eye opener to to see that two two bikes that are almost the same feel a lot different so uh yeah it's taking a bit of time but i'm understanding and uh changing my riding style quite a lot as well changing the way i ride and adapting back to the the european style tracks what's been the, the biggest thing you've had to change about your style um i think the the braking side of things is where you you seem to gain a lot of time in this championship um the electronics are so advanced the engine braking is so good that you you can rely on it quite a lot um so i had to change change that quite quite quickly the way i attack a corner um and obviously the the corner exit is where where you gain a lot of time and trust the electronics um so it's just it's quite a lot to to get my head around because my style is more of a fast flowing let the brake off turn in um whereas i'm having to adapt a little bit more of a, an aggressive riding style to to make the lap time and to to make the positions up so it's slowly coming where i'm i'm sort of making steps towards the bike changing the way i ride to to fit the bike and we're also changing the bike a little bit to, to fit to me so we're we're in the in the working window now which is nice how difficult is it racing at this level yeah it's quite quite difficult um i was saying earlier to someone that if you if in bsb if you qualified 10th 11th you you know that by the end of the first couple of laps, you can make yourself into fourth, third, and you can, then you can start fighting for the podium. But here, everyone's so fast. All the bikes are so so quick. 
they're all factory bikes. Um, everyone is is out there doing 110% every lap. That's that's what it feels like to me at the minute, especially the sprint races. It's almost like 10 lap, 10 qualifying laps at the moment for me. So it's um, yeah, it's, it, the first few laps are, are very important um, and qualifying as well. If you qualify too far back then that's normally where you you end up staying so it was quite a, a reference for me at at Mizano. uh once i get into the race my pace from from where i am 12th 13th up to maybe 6th is is almost identical pace wise but i'm just not there at the start and one thing that was was nice for myself was agata actually started the the last race i think in 13th and he finished 12th or 11th because he didn't have that gap to get to the front. But he's been qualifying really well this year and been on the front row and being the first two rows. And he's been finishing top six most races because he's there in that, that, that front group, not doing any faster lap times than I am. But he just gets that jump at the start, which enables him to stay there. So for me this weekend, it's going to be important to, to get a good qualifying. Um, if I can be the first two or three roads, I know it's optimistic, but... Just need to grip my teeth, do do some work in, in the practices for race pace, but chuck a couple of qualifying tyres in and do the best I can to get as high up on the grid. And I think that would just change change the outcome of the race. When you I was sort of having a look at the lap times before I came down, and we go back to when we were here at, at Donington last year on the full circuit, and your front row time was a 28.3. You've got to pedal so you're going to go a little bit quicker than that this weekend. Oh, really? for sure. Johnny was yeah. a 26, I think, here last year. Yeah, 26. So the, so the marker between the two is like, and you know, you weren't hanging around last year on the OMG machine. Yeah. And then now you're looking at what you've got to do now. How does that, that make you feel when you're looking at the times that they're doing? I know the kit's different, but from you as a rider, you still got to get on and pedal it around and do what you do. Yeah. How does your approach change to that? Um, I think it's just all part of the process. I think you sort of you always try and look at I don't tend to look at sort of the lap time I've done in BSB coming into this weekend obviously we've got new surface this weekend so it's going to change a lot for everyone but I just look at the fastest ever time and then know that we need to be sort of not not close to that but that's sort of the direction we need to be need to be working towards and yeah obviously the 26-0 for Johnny um last year was uh was incredible but it's uh it's another thing like i say the electronics are so so advanced and the qualifying tire is so so impressive i mean i think maybe last year was a little bit different this year you can actually race the qualifying tire if you wanted to so it's not as not as soft but that is a, that is the biggest difference i think between bsb and world superbike is the the electronics that you can you can use and trust it gives you that massive out, outright one lap pace um helps you during the race to stay more consistent and not use too much tire but the actual one lap i think you you've got to just trust it 100 percent for that one lap to get you get you into qualifying so that's that's what i'm going to try and do this weekend understand it a lot in the the practices um and just do my best to to make the most out of the two tires like getting qualifying in terms of electronics, you, you, you're speaking about that, and it has been, it, it's widely known that the biggest difference between the, the, the spec Motec that you get at, B, mm -hmm. at BSB coming into Magneti Morelli yep. at world level, it had infinitely more adjustable, infinitely more um, rider aids available. Yep. What's been the biggest difference for you as a rider? Can you explain to me how 
different the bike is to ride last year versus this year yeah. in terms of electronics yeah no the electronics last year you'd uh you'd start with like a base setup in like a race situation you'd have you'd work through the, the whole weekend um find find your base setup and you'd have on the button maybe plus or minus engine braking so you could maybe change a little bit of engine braking when the tires started to go off in the in the races but this year you've got the the engine braking obviously you've got a torque map anti-wheelie and traction control so you've got four buttons well you've got one button and you've got four different settings on your on your dash so over the weekend you you find that that base setting of where you you ideally want to start the race and then you have each map so traction you have plus one you have zero plus one plus two and then minus one minus two so you have four options in traction four options in torque four options in engine brake four options in anti-wheelie so you've got all of that to to almost adjust during the race if you need it so wow. all through the practices you have to uh you have to find the, the middle ground the, the the best base setting that you've got and then you would you'd maybe do a little run on, a, on an old tire and then you change engine braking and understand what the engine braking does with a with a used tire and then you'd change the torque map as well so in the races before last year i'd maybe get to lap 10 11 think well oh, i might just push the button down for engine braking just to stop me backing in so much yeah. and that was it then you just finish the race but now it's like right two or three laps in okay might change the torque map might change the traction control and then you get to the end of the race and because you change the traction control you might be on plus plus one to to make it more intrusive because you're spinning so much yeah. it's kicking in too much so it's not allowing you to drive forward so then you're obviously back to the minus on that and then you might be minus on the torque because it's spinning up too much and then the engine braking would be similar, backing in too much because the tyres starting to wear. So then you go minus on that, and it's just a lot of little things like that. Is what that sounds what, a lot, not yeah, little. Yeah. That sounds an awful lot to deal with as a rider on a, learning a new bike and a new almost a new style of riding. Yeah, to have to deal with all that side as well. That's exactly what that. fascinates me. About yeah, it. no, it's a, it's it's not not as easy as just jumping on it and riding it. Now it's, it's a lot of that, and that's why all these boys are so fast and so consistent over a race situation because they put the work in through the weekend. They've got the maps, they've got the buttons, they know where they need to be. Um, and for me at the start, I'm, I'm understanding it more now, but for me at the start, it was understanding, um, especially the traction control, having enough to to not save me, but having enough to, to ride into it, but not having too much that is holding me back. And when you're, when I was on my own for a lot of the time in uh, in the first part of the the year, I'd go out and do my own thing, and it felt okay. I'd say, "Oh yeah, the boys, are, the, the attractions are right, anti wheelie's good, blah blah blah." Get into the race situation, I come out of a hairpin and just go, "What?" And I'd be like, "That's weird." So we speak to the team, and they say, "Oh yeah, traction kicking in too much, or this is kicking in too okay. much." So it's uh, it's just understanding in yourself the limit you need to be, and the the, the best an ideal situation is to use minimum electronics as you can because it's not allowing you to drive forward but you've got to have it there to to save the tire and and get you to the end of the race so there's a lot a lot going on a lot to change but yeah i'm enjoying i'm enjoying the learning learning curve and enjoying sort of the the process of understanding it all but it's going to improve you as a rider anyway isn't it in that respect because you've the times that you've you've ridden the prototypes before you've in, in the smaller classes you've now ridden the superbike as a as 2022 british superbike champion it, it's a massive step but for me for you this is the future this is where it's at this isn't just a one season thing so 
it's so important to learn this year ahead of what might come for next year yeah definitely that's it i mean this is the this is the next step this is the next step for me and and hopefully i can stay here and and do uh do the rest of my career in world superbike so the more i understand and the more i'm able to do um early on in my career um especially coming into into this team with Moto X and and doing the European rounds, it's given me sort of a little bit of a, a buffer to to take my time a little bit more to understand the whole championship, to understand the bikes and the way everything works, um, and the way I go about my weekends and and not feel any pressure with results or, or what I'm doing. So that's been quite important. Um, I sort of when I got to Aston, I wanted to to really show showcase what I was made of, but I got to the end of the weekend and I thought right. I just need to, to take a back step from this weekend, not expect too much, take a back step to make two steps forward and, and carry on as I am. So that's what I've done after Assen. And uh, I went about the weekends a lot different, um, sort of used, used the sessions a lot better. So would do more runs on used tires, would do longer runs to understand the electronics when the tire went off and all things like that, that I didn't really doing BSP I didn't really have to do because I knew roughly where you'd need to be I knew the tires I knew the tracks I knew the bike all things like that so I've done a lot of lot of work throughout the the weekends now longer runs and then a lot more changing with the electronics when I'm out there I go up I go down I come in and say right I've done, done this on that lap done that on that lap can you check the data see what it done see if I see if it changed anything did it improve the lap time so it's for me it's just I'm going through a process at the minute of understanding everything, so it's taking a bit of time. Um, and it's all things like this that people don't see on the outside when they're looking in, they think, oh, why, why aren't he winning? Why aren't he, why aren't he top five? Or there's a lot more to, to world superbikes than just getting on it and, and winning. This is why it was important for us to sit and have a chat. A, it's great to see you because yeah, I, yeah, I have, yeah. I have yeah. missed you in the BSB paddock, mate. Um, but it's, it's it's important to tell the story because I know you see on social media and you don't go on social media too much. I know you're not asked about mm. what people say too much, but you read through it. There's a lot of misunderstanding. The same for you, the same for Taz. They're like, we're talking to Taz yeah, later yeah, on. It's like, yeah. why have you made this movie? It's, you haven't come into this blind. No. There's a full process that you're coming into to do this, and it, I admire it for both of you because it would have been easy to stay in BSB, yeah, yeah, and sure. make you know reasonable money for the next ten years. Yeah. But you're still young, yeah, ish. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting on now, and I, <laughs> I'm getting on now. Yeah, you're Go piling off. it on now, mate. That's it. And as, as I said before, we came on, on on the show that you're the leanest I've seen you, and and I think probably the, quite the happiest I've seen yeah, as well yeah. matching from BSB what's been the most entertaining part of being in the World Superbike paddock in the, the few rounds that you've done um, it's difficult to say I mean it's quite a different paddock to BSB um, in the way it's all set up in the, the way you go about your weekends um, I feel like maybe because I'm not winning at the moment is I feel a lot more relaxed over the weekend um, the sessions are quite nice the the things you do after the sessions you don't have too much to too much to do but yeah it's um it's a different paddock to be in but ultimately it's it's where I want to be um, and it's where I've sort of dreamed of being from from a young kid so a lot of people obviously think, oh, he should have stayed in BSB, he should defend his title. Why is he doing Europeans? Why is he doing that? But I wouldn't be satisfied now if I was in BSB. I might be winning races, I might be fighting for a championship, but I wouldn't be satisfied because 
for me, I had a chance to go to World Championship and I turned it down. And in a few years' time, I'd regret that. So for me, it's the perfect time um, to make the step. If it if I make the step and in a couple of years' time it doesn't work, I'll move back and I'll be, okay, I'll, yeah, I tried and it, it didn't work. But at least I, I, I gave it a chance to to try and make something of it. So, yeah, it's um it's a different paddock. The, the whole sort of atmosphere is a little bit different. Um, it's quite nice having quite a few English guys here so we can go and chill in the motorhomes and have a cup of tea and, yeah, talk banter. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's a little bit different. But I'm enjoying it. The language barrier for me is quite quite difficult because my team's Italian so that was another thing I had to get get across quite quickly is is uh translating normally when I come in I just say it to say it to the um to Dave my old crew chief I just say it how it is and he'll change something and we go back out but now I have to sit down think write it down be more precise about my um my feedback to the team um and make sure two or three times that they completely understand what I'm saying and we're working forward so uh yeah a lot a lot to, to take in but i'm enjoying it you've been nice. working on your hand gestures like this <laughs> mamma mia give none, me more. None, of, none of this coming in no, yeah. you get starting to bring some yeah. of this in as well oh, slowly slowly they, but they do understand it's, it's funny because you see it a lot but they do understand and it's i can't speak italian my crew chief can speak fairly good english but my data man can't speak english not a lot anyway so it's uh it's sort of like a big circle of translation at a minute so the the better i get it across the better the bike's gonna be so uh yeah it's just taking a bit when do your italian lessons start never <laughs> i'm not very really, i struggle i just struggle with any sort of language i think you either you either got it or you haven't i think with language and i don't think i have unfortunately but I'll keep trying. Keep trying. <laughs> get, get, a, get a word across yeah, at some yeah, point. Yeah. What's life like off the track, mate? How's it been? Oh, good. Adjusting yeah. And- yeah, just uh, still at home in Lille. I'm actually, um, me and Taz spent quite a bit of time in Spain the start of the start of this year. And we spent a bit of time in Andorra as well. And we've both, um, both got an apartment out in Andorra at the minute. So I go out there after this weekend to sort all the paperwork and bits out and take some bikes and bits over and just... Uh, just sort of suss, suss the place out because if I'm staying in in World Superbikes in the future then I'd like to be based more in Europe and, and make it a little bit easier for travelling and a better lifestyle and better training really for sure um, obviously if you're in BSB then England you need to, need to be in, in, in England so you're, you're pretty local but there's a lot of uh, a lot of English out in Andorra there's a lot of cyclists there's a lot of people out there so um, yeah I'd like to I'd like to try and make the move out there um be more be more european and, and do be more european be, do Check a you bit being a bit more european yeah. you know yeah. you're going to be cycling with alicia spargo around yeah, with all the boys out there so you smoke me but yeah just, Mate, just you got to go up hills and stuff i don't yeah i mean think about but that. what you goes up must come down that's it, the thing yeah i know but you're not used to climbing being from Kansas. no i've got i've got <laughs> i think i've got a new bike coming on the way so we'll be all oh, right really? yeah what we're going for now because well i'm just uh I done a day the other day at the local bike shop. The new Pinarello F's come out. I done a done a day riding that, and really, really enjoyed it. So uh, just speaking to them, see if they can get me a deal because they're quite expensive. So I don't want to. They are a little. My, wallet, my wallet needs to stay in my pocket. <laughs> are you moving to Andorra, mate? Yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be. Yeah. It's, it's all paying out by the sounds no, of it. No, but no, yeah, no. We're just uh, just ticking along, doing a, a little bit of a life change, and uh, just enjoying it. You're not growing up, are you? Please tell me you're not not growing up. I am am a little bit, you know. It's weird, isn't it? I can feel it. Yeah. 
I can feel it. I think it's for the better. I think it's for the better. I think it'd be better for the best of us sometimes. Yeah, but no, I'm just uh, just going with the flow at the minute. Love it. One last question, mate. When you're sat in in the airport at um, at Portugal at the end of the European season, and you look back at what you've achieved, I'll be at the golf course. You'd be on the golf course. Yeah. <laughs> is that what you're going to do? Three days of golf. I think we'll be doing after. You've that. already do, you've already arranged oh, that yeah. straight away. Three All days right. of golf and beer. Okay, so when you when you sat there in the, uh, the you stood at the first tee and you're thinking back over the season, what would you like the season to be for you when you look back to to be satisfied in what you've achieved? Um, I think for me the the most important thing. Um, obviously championships out the window this year we're only doing European so I just want to go to every round and and just make that that step closer to maybe the top five um, each round we've gone to we've been I don't know 16th 15th and then Mizano we're around sort of 12th 13th and if we can come to here and maybe sneak a top 10 and then the next round we go to top eight and just be in that mix as long as I'm making good steps forward making progress closing that gap, gap to the front boys if we can get to Port Mayo and make a good show there um, then I'll be I'll be satisfied but I just want to I just want to get as many points on the board have a big learning year understand everything so then when I come into next year I've got all that in my locker and I can just start the start the season, hit the ground running, um, and hopefully be a little bit more competitive, which would be which would be nice. So uh, just keep keep doing what I'm doing, not expect too much, enjoy it. That's the main thing. I'm enjoying it. I'm having fun, um, and uh, yeah, we just uh, just keep doing what we're doing. Brilliant, mate. We wish you the best of luck Thank for the rest of the season. Appreciate Thank it, you yeah. for sitting down no, with no us. Problem. Pleasure. And if that doesn't explain to you why Brad made the move that he did then you may be not following the right sport because that was brilliant. Thank you so much, mate. Enjoy the weekend and we'll see you soon. Yeah, see you soon. Cheers. This has been an Off Track Podcast production in association with Graft Ventures.